guessing that you probably already know that because I'm guessing that you've already already listened to the show. Um, I don't know that people just stumble upon it. I assume you venture here from some kind of social media platform or you already subscribed to the show. I don't know. I don't know how any of this works. I don't understand the internet one bit. Um, but I put things on it, so we're going to do this. We are we're live again at Alexandria Brewing Company, um, only with a little more of the brewing side of things this time. Last time we were here was like October or something around there, I think. That sounds it was, about right. It's way less red, white, and blue in here. Um, way more brewery, way more of a bar, way more of everything. It's fantastic. I like what you guys have done with the place. <laughs> Thank you. Andy and Brad, um, you guys are... Well, Andy, you're definitely a show regular at this point. Um, probably uh, definitely the top two or three of, of guests on the show. <laughs> Even including me and Mike and Dina, I think. <laughs> Brad, your second time. Yep. Um, Got to talk a little bit more this time so people can get to know you. I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one to behind the scenes. Although I'm going to guess you guys are both a little bit exhausted <laughs> and at any moment could just fall asleep on the table, which I respect. I've had those shows. Yeah, there might be some yawning coming from me today. So It is, um, I assume, been a very hectic what, week and a half since you guys opened your doors. Is that about right? Week uh, a week and two days. week and two days. I, that I, sounds right. I assume, judging by the crowd kind of venturing in on a Monday after work, that things have been pretty steady for you guys. Oh, yeah. 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 It's, uh, it's been a lot, a lot busier than we anticipated. I mean, we, we talked to some other breweries in the area, um, and, you know, we kind of based our numbers off of them, thinking, you know, we're, we're kind of a, in a smaller town, and, right. you know, how many people are going to come out in the weekdays, and, and we've been pleasantly surprised. You guys have already run out of a few of your beers. Yeah, um, since, We're about to run since out that of all week of them. and two days. <laughs> um, let's. Uh, I mean, let's let's just dive into it. And as we drink, we will kind of talk about um, everything that's going on here. But of, you know, everybody knows the way we do the show. From the beer fridge, we got to drink some beer. And, um, got a full flight in front of me here. Um, you also have. Oh yes, down. We'll save that one for last. Right. <laughs> uh, where do you want me to start on here? Uh, I I put them in order, okay. uh, so that's that's the amber. The other one is the uh, black IPA, or AB, and then the uh, random wrap reference. I did get to try this one on the uh, the soft opening night. Yeah, I was here. I didn't make the grand opening because I don't think you could get in here from what I hear. <laughs> yeah, apparently we backed up twenty seven. I I don't know. I didn't really go outside. I took out the trash. You didn't get once. to see the sunlight. Yeah. <laughs> I, I took out the trash once, and I know that our we have like a area that's supposed to be off limits behind the building, and that was filled with cars. Uh, people were blocking our dumpster, uh, parking in the grass. It was it was crazy, oh, and I mean, in a good way. It's you know, I was reading something on on Twitter <laughs> or something somebody put that um, brewers probably get get really annoyed when you know. The, the comment when you stroll in, you know, a week or two after their grand opening is, oh, you're out of beer. Well, that's, that's a good problem to have. And like, <laughs> it's like, well, I mean, yes, but no, that's <laughs> not really what we planned. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I thought we were going to be a little bit ahead of the game. I, uh, I thought I brewed enough to keep us ready for, you know, I don't know. What do we think? At least a good two to three weeks. We got and through two almost. <laughs> We're going to be out by the end before we hit two, I think. 
Um, now I do have our triple coming up on Monday, so that would that'll carry us over. I've got our Berliner Weiss in the uh, in the tank, and I just did our wit yesterday. So, you know, we will we'll have the uh, uh, triple should be ready have, by Thursday. Yeah, yeah, we will have more beer ready soon. So so far, what we've what we've seen the the amber which I'm drinking right now, which is. I think I saw a comment on Untapped that it was hoppier than they expected, which I don't get that at all with this beer. I, I think it's 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 dead on for a nice amber or red. It's nice and sweet and malty. Um, I mean, I guess there's some hop character there, but maybe in like more of like a fruity side. Like I don't get like any kind of hop bitterness at all. Like I, I mean, so I, I don't know. It's it's all English hops or noble hops. Uh, I think the only thing I use is I use the little citra and the and uh, the aroma hop. Or not Citra, um, Cascade. And, and you wouldn't... Yeah, I, th- I think it's... And this is my first beer of the day, so I'm, I'm coming fresh at it. I, they're, they're, you're crazy, whoever that was. Although, <laughs> we, um, you know that I do the uh, meme untapped comments. Oh, yeah. Um, I've already started collecting a couple for you guys. You guys have two. Band-Aids. Two pretty good ones. Yeah, Band-Aids. Maybe. Band-Aids. Two, two different Band-Aids, which um, <laughs> I have not gotten to try those beers yet, so I'm excited to see if, if there's Band-Aids. You know, you know what's funny <laughs> is is there was um, – we have a Darkness Stonebreaker on draft right now, and that is – I mean, it's a smoked beer, so that – most smoked beers have that Band-Aid right. flavor to them. And I'm wondering if they ordered a flight – and got that, and got something mixed up. That's possible, I guess. But even <laughs> that, like, I don't know that there is that much. If the person has that much of a defined palate that they could pick the band aids off of Stonebreaker, which I don't think there's a lot of in there. No, it's there's not, not it's at not all. Not like a glass of scotch where it hits you in the face. Yeah, it's actually if, wildly smoked. If for. this this unnamed drinker has that good of a palate that he was picking out band-aids from Stonebreaker. He's also smart enough to know what looking at it, that was not the Abbey Ale or whatever it was that he, you know, so. Well, I, I don't know. I don't know who, obviously I, I don't know. know who. I, <laughs> and, and I don't care because I, I've had a lot of other people and people whose opinions I value tell me that every one of my beers is clean. And, and I'm not one to beat my own horn or anything like that, but I, I take pride in making sure I don't have defects, and I and I'd flush or I'd dump it before I put it on if well, I if I detected anything like that. And 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 on the plus side <laughs> of a comment like that, like it is a very defined defect that they were pointing out. That's an easy thing to go in and and send it to a couple people that you trust their palates as well as your own, which I'm sure you would pick that up pretty quick. But. Um, versus this beer sucks, this beer sucks, this beer sucks, and you hear that enough, and I think that would be harder to ignore than this beer has something that you can clearly say, no, it doesn't, you know? So yeah. I guess in the end, if you're going to complain about something, do it something that everybody can look at and say, no, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so the amber, yeah. um, is a fantastic, nice and sweet, malty. Um, I, I love it. Uh, you guys also had the Garden of Heaton, which was the... Um, uh, the the Kentucky Common, right? That's right. And that one is one of the ones that has kicked. That was my favorite the night that I was here. It was I, hugely popular. F- like clearly. everybody wanted it. It was great. It was fantastic. You know, again, I hate I hate the gateway beer term, but it was you know one of those really nice ones that I feel like you could kind of hand to anybody, regardless of where they were in their craft beer journey, and <laughs> um, make them pretty happy. Yeah, yeah, and and I think that's the reason we made it too is is we wanted something that 
you know, honestly, there's there's a variety of people out here, but uh, you know, the, there's there's really two types of Alexandria. There's old Alexandria, and then there's kind of a newer Alexandria. And old Alexandria is old Milwaukee's best drinker. Mil- yeah, old Milwaukee best light drinkers. So we wanted something that you know, if they came in here, they can have an enjoyable experience as well. And you know, I wasn't going to go down and brew. Old Milwaukee's Best Light, recreate that. I, right. I was going to go with something that does have some flavor to it, but is very drinkable. And that, you know, that finished at 3.9% ABV, so... It's, it's It was deceptively light. Like, you look yeah. at it, and, you know, it's, it, it's... To me, that's what makes it a fun one. Somebody comes in, and they say, oh, you know, I'm, I'm a light beer drinker. You know, what, what do you have? And you get to kind of push them a little bit right off the bat with just that you hand them that beer well, i'm not gonna like that no, just just try it and just kind of experience it and I, that's a fun one for me um let's keep rolling through these here the um the black ipa is what this one is i'm assuming yeah i'd, I'd maybe go with that a me next just okay. so you're not uh, this is just me personally though well, you said you put them in order for me i did but i put them in <laughs> i put them in num- numeric order the way that they are on our draft list um this is up the abbey <laughs> yeah so a nice kind of murky reddish co- color. Yeah, the uh, it sat there so long while you were getting set up that the, the head all fell on it. But it, it usually pours. I'm with sorry, a really I nice had a lot of things going hey, on, dude. It's good technology. It's all good. That's how I feel the silence when I'm drinking. <laughs> It's great. I was talking uh, the other night when I was at fretboard about how uh, unamused I am by Belgians in general. Um, the that, that that Belgian yeast character sometimes can get too much for me. Yeah, and it doesn't hit me too much here. It's nice and kind of uh, smooth is a terrible way to describe something, but it's nice and easy drinking, smooth. Um, there's almost like a, a creaminess to it. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, and I agree with that. I. I think personally, there's too much of a bitter bite to it. Um, and again, I don't know. I get a little hard on myself with a lot of things, and and I think that that, you know, it, it's our first turn in the system too, and and I got to fine tune some stuff. But I think that that is that almost might help kind of cut it for me though too. Kind of that that little bit of snap in there, yeah, to not let that that Belgian thing kind of take over. Yeah, and so, and I could get that too. So I, I I don't know. It's it's good. I don't know how I did it though. <laughs> the bitter bite. We'll, we'll see if it's here next time. Yeah. <laughs> um. Go IPA you, you, or black IPA. Well, that the, I, the I'd go with the new the IPA. IPA. Yeah. Now that, and I, I've got some comments on that too. Is that it's not hazy yeah, enough? So that was going to be my first comment. Now, and um, does it have to be? Is the bigger question. Well, so I'm not going to dump flour into mine. Right. Um, I had it pretty hazy in the tank, but then I let it sit in the tank too long. I was waiting for actually the Abbey to carb up, and it uh, it cleared a little too much. So it is what it is. I think it. I think it has the mouthfeel. I can't go for an IPA just as right. I, I love IPAs too much, and I can't go under. 50 IBUs. I can't justify that in my mind. So it it, it comes in like at 58 <coughs> IBUs. Which what are the uh, the hops? Is there Simcoe in there? Uh, there's Simcoe, um, Citra, uh, El Dorado, Galaxy. No, it's not Galaxy. It's Zenthos. 
and there's one other weird one in there. Um, I, d- I definitely get the Simcoe in the aroma, which I... Not a huge Simcoe hop fan in a lot of oh. IPAs, but in New England's, I, for some reason, I love it because it when you when you get your nose even close, it starts hitting you, and you're like, All right, "This is this is a big American IPA. It's gonna have this. It's gonna have this." And then as you start to dig into it and start to definitely drink it, it's something completely different. And I love it. It's good. Thank it, you. It has that soft mouth feel, the, the 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 big fruity kind of flavors when you're tasting it, but then it just finishes nice and clean and there's none of that bitterness that you you know um you expect from the american ipas it's yeah and and, it, and it's low in ibus i mean it's, it's under where a, a traditional ipa should be i think they fall in at 60 and above and i like well, i said when, I, I pushed it but i didn't when you did the uh, the licking river water or not or the uh, hazy, hazy river. river hazy river yeah. with bad tom that was what i loved about it was that there was just that little bit of of hops still going on in it that that pushed it somewhere else on the palate instead of just letting it fall apart and go away which is is my gripe with a lot of you know ipas is that they're they're boring they yeah you get that big fruity aroma and then you taste it and you're like all right where's the rest you know and, um this this nails it for me yeah and and honestly you know i'm not a fan of brewing new england ipas but it's what people like um and i i do like the hops of them i, I like but, it, you know, it goes, and I don't know. Some brewers love brewing them, but it goes against everything. I was taught how to brew it in school. So it's like, well, I'm taught to brew a certain way, and now I'm... A tear bre- rolling down his cheek as yeah. he's <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's like that, what, what was that, that, that 80s commercial where the Native American's, like, picking up the litter, you know, or somebody throws the piece of trash out, and he's got that tear. That's me. So, I don't know, man. As far as um, what people have been digging so far obviously the garden of heat and went fast um this new england ipa is getting close is that right? yeah that that's next in line um luckily we got we got a couple more kegs out of this one this one was my best efficiency by far because it was my first time on the system and uh yeah we got the most kegs out of that so we've got i think one more keg left is that right yeah so as far as what people are saying on untapped <laughs> if if you put any kind of um credence in that at all the most popular beer that you guys have done so far is the brothers in arms with the elmer barrels really yes that uh, i would have thought the no no, no no i'm sorry not greek not yeah, greek is number one that. then elmer um then the third most popular is random rap reference which yeah. is the new England ipa i believe that so i mean it, 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 say what you want about the, the people that are coming here and, and drinking or you know what you think the clientele is it still falls in line, and maybe it's the untapped users, but um, yeah. it's right in line with what the most popular beer styles got. People like big, boozy imperial stouts, and people like New England IPAs, and they like there, the boozy American. <laughs> there was a lot of people who came in saying, I'm a Bud Light drinker. What do you have to recommend? And I'd start them on Garden of Heaton, and then by the end of the night, I had them drinking that random rap reference. Yeah. It's, it's funny the it way was either that, that Or they would be drinking. They love that Knob Creek. It was mm-hmm. insane. There was a there was a girl in here, and and she's like, I don't like anything other than Bud Light Lime, or well, there was one other one that she told me. Is it the new Bud Light Orange? Maybe no, we, I saw no. that at the store the other night. No, but so we started her. We we actually have we've got some Urban Artifact. We had uh, Key Punch on, uh, and I gave her that, and she was like, "This is great." And then we got her on to um, we had her try the Garden of Heat, and after that, she loved that. 
And then she went for the IPA. And then she's like, do you have anything that's kind of like, I don't know, sweeter? And I said, well, I've got the Knob Creek Brothers in Arms. It's really sweet. It's chocolatey. And she drank like four of those. <laughs> they, they had to call an Uber. Her car stayed up here. It was... <laughs> That was a good time, really. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, it was I, fun. I hope that she lives somewhere close. No, by. She, she, she does. <laughs> actually, actually, I think Uber. her, I think her husband came and picked her up. <laughs> the but, best Uber of all. <laughs> yeah, but it, it was somebody that that lived around here. That's I know that funny. much because she went to high school with my wife. Well, it's everybody around here went to high school. <laughs> <Right>. with <my laughs> wife. Um, it, it's funny to me the the local favorite, I guess, instead of calling it the gateway beer, I'll call it the local's favorite. You know, yeah. like when, when breweries open up, they, you know, they'll put their cream ale on or their, you know, whatever it is that they, they think is going to be the, the, that transition beer for people. And it's funny to see <laughs> after, you know, a couple of months, what that beer actually is. And sometimes it falls right in line, but then sometimes you get these, play, like um, Fibonacci is the, <laughs> the example I was like, is they, when they opened up, they had a cream ale. And that was the one that people were supposed to, to to drift towards if they were, you know, kind of local people that weren't really into craft beer. And it ended up as their, their Belgian triple. Like, that's what people... <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I don't understand why, but, you know, I, you, I've been, you don't argue with it. <laughs> well, I've got, I've got my triple in the, in the tank right now. And, and we've been pouring a couple people up here that... Our regulars, if, right. if we have those yet, but I've I've definitely seen some some regulars on uh, social media talking about being up here a lot. Yeah, yeah, but we've had uh, I, I've given given them like you know just talking about you, John Bent. <laughs> <laughs> he was up here today. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, but I've given them just you know just small little tiny samples out of our uh, out of our tank just to see what they think of it, mm-hmm. and it's. A lot of them were the Kentucky Common drinkers, and they're like, "Oh, I can't wait for this." But they've they've gone to the Abbey, and a lot of them love the Abbey, which is different too, because you don't think, you know, they go from, "Okay, well, I love this Kentucky Common." You know what else I like? I like the Abbey. You know, that's <laughs> right. not they they don't coincide to me. It's it's not like a leap of faith. You know, and I I, I just you, you can't. <laughs> You can't understand why people like certain things, and there is no yeah, there's, science there's behind no, it. There's no rhyme or reason, it, and that's you know, anytime I see something, he he keeps track of our uh, untapped stuff a lot more than I do, um, and when he tells me stuff like that, it, that's I always remind myself, you know, you don't. It's what's good to that particular person. Right. Now, the one thing, and, and this goes back to I think about when you did that untapped reviews with. Uh, with, with uh, urban, urban artifact, <laughs> and you know it was the the pickle goza. I don't like pickles. I don't like sours. And it's like, One well, sour. why did you order that beer? You know, like why are you rating that beer or or judging that beer if you clearly don't like it? Now, Brad has this attitude, and and I really like it. Of he ordered, he bought a bottle of Rivertown Death, and he knew going into it that he was not going to like that beer. So he just said, okay. I'm going to go on untapped and I'm going to give it five stars because it was well done. It's not to my liking and I'm not going to drink it again, but you know, it was well done. It's right. what they were going for. It's not maybe what I wanted, but why put that brewery down? Well, it's, you know, I think we've talked about this on the show before, but <coughs> it's, it's one thing when you are sitting down at a bar and you see that they have a pickle beer that they brewed on tap and you're like, you guys made a pickle beer. 
I hate pickles, and I would never want a pickle in a beer. Can I try it? Yeah. And then you try, like, this is disgusting. It tastes like there's a pickle in my beer. And then you <laughs> laugh about it, and you're done. Right. Versus we, you, you know, going to the store and buying a six-pack and cracking open, like, yeah, this tastes exactly like I thought it was going to, and I hate it. Now I'm going to go home and tell the world that I hate it because or, I don't like that. Or buying a whole glass of it, you know, just <laughs> ask for a sample and be done with it. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm okay if somebody I, I wants, we to, talk about somebody wants to, to choke through an entire glass of something they know they're not going to like. That's I'm okay with it. Just don't go and then, you know, tell people that the beer sucks. Yeah, because people will find like a reason it. to complain about anything. We had a girl in here yesterday talking about how she didn't like this was family friendly. And we're like, well, we <laughs> from day one, that was our goal. It's like we're both. I've you never, know. I've never understood people. I, I, part of me gets the pet friendliness because I get that some people are allergic to pets and <laughs> nobody's allergic to kids. Like, I have never experienced a child in a brewery that was more annoying than some of the drunk people that I've encountered in breweries <laughs> and bars. You haven't seen my kids in here yet. <laughs> um, That's true. Mine's getting at that point where I might be wrong. Um, no, so that was actually John Bent was in here. Speaking of of him. And he was asking if we, he was talking to Brad about it, and he asked if, or his wife asked if we were dog friendly. And we've got a restaurant in here, so right. we're not, but we allow dogs outside, and we're our patio is dog friendly. Um, and she goes, she got she got offended by that, really got offended, and she goes, well, you guys let kids in here. Why would you let kids in here? I think that's offensive. <laughs> she said. It, well, it, Mrs. It, Mrs. Bent was like, well, it's just like Applebee's. You know, it's food and beer, and you allow kids. And she was like, I just don't feel that way. <laughs> and we, just, I looked at her like, okay, thank you. And like, I don't know what to say to that. Like, <laughs> Here, we'll write your Open your down. business, and you can make your own decisions <laughs> about what and who you want to allow in. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Well, I think it's important, too, for people to understand that that's not necessarily just a decision that you're making. There's food. Like I don't know yeah, how I don't know right. how the state of Kentucky is, but in the state of Ohio, if you've got food in there, you can't have dogs in there. Yeah, legally. it's a government no, decision. It's, like it's, we we it's would have them. Federal government. Can't. It's FDA. Right. Yeah. It's 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 not a it's not a oh well, we like kids way more than dogs. Let's let them in, but not the dogs. It's which would you rather have your dog sitting with you or to have food when you go out for a night and hang out and drink? Maybe she it's, just really really hates kids. I don't I don't know. Maybe, maybe guys, she really, really loves them. You guys I don't could know. serve up some kind of like dog burgers or something like that, and the next time she complains, like we got this on the menu now because <laughs> we're a restaurant. We'll talk <laughs> it's to the best we'll, we could do. We'll talk to Four Mile Pig about that. And be like, well, we got dog in here I'm now. Sorry for anybody that is on Periscope. That was a joke. I do not encourage the eating of dogs. Although uh, I don't know, I've seen a couple dogs that look pretty tasty, but that's a whole other topic. <laughs> the views expressed on this podcast are gnarly gnomes and gnarly gnomes alone. <laughs> let's let's talk about the uh, the black eye. PA. Okay. Now, this is not Licking River Water. No. Despite the comments, despite the check-ins on the top, I was one right off the bat, too, because I didn't look at the board, but I fixed it. Um, there are a couple of you that have not fixed it. This is Sessions in Black. Sessions in Black. Sessions in Black. Sessions in Black. Now, you told me, and I don't know if you were telling me kind of off the record, but you, that you were no, not as happy with this as you wanted. So I love it. What it was supposed to be, it was, it was, was supposed to be Licking River Water, but it was the first beer that we did on the system. Um, there was something yeah, off. I still love it. There was something off with my calculations with it because, you know, I was calculating for a brand new system. So our grains ran off. Um, oh, on hi, to- Nancy Cisneros. We love you. Nancy's on. Oh, all right. Hi, Nancy. Hello. Hey, I, I need to show you something. <laughs> Speaking of Nancy, I need to show you something in the back when we get done. Um, but 
so our uh, our our grain bill was off on it, and I've, I've since fixed that. But then our mill was crushing grain too fine because I figured out what the I followed the manufacturer's recommendations on setting my rollers apart. Never listen to manufacturers. Well, I I, <laughs> I figured that out. It's um, we were basically we mashed in with borderline flour on that beer. Um, on top of that, the night that we brewed it. Our brew house blew a fuse. At 2 a.m.? At 2 a.m. After we finally got the mash, or after we finally got through the lotter. That hurt. And uh, so we had to leave it overnight because there's no place to go buy fuses at 2 a.m. Right. For especially Spe- specific enough for. Especially in Alexandria. <laughs> yeah. Especially anywhere. The, as specific as that is for Actually, my brew house. if you were going to have a like specialty fuse store, Alexander might be the place that yeah. that would be. <laughs> <laughs> it might be. Actually, the place that he had to go to to get it was like over on uh, on Eastern Avenue. Yeah, I wish I could remember their name. Fuses um, R.S. Yeah, something like that. It was, it's such a, it was such a weird place that he had to even uh, go to, though, to get there. And, and it was basically a hole in the wall, but the guys were just amazing. And we're able to get us taken care of. Um, and then we blew it again and again and again. <laughs> but now you know where to go. Well, no. We, it, it turned out we had to bay a transformer for one of our uh, one of our motorized valves that control our steam. So um, we had to quit turning on the top jacket. So we boiled under what we should have boiled. So we had way too much water that didn't boil off in it. So when I did my final calculations on alcohol, I'm like, well... <laughs> This is a session beer. <laughs> <coughs> it's it's delicious though. Like yeah. I, I it's it's a shame that it will never be back in the same way that it is right now. Yeah. I'm sure that Licking River Water <laughs> will be fantastic and I will enjoy that just as much. But um I think this is good. I, I think that there's a really nice um the the roastiness kind of plays with the dark malt and turns it into some kind of like dark chocolate thing to me. As it warms up, it turns more into um, like a, a burnt kind of character that maybe you weren't going for, but yeah. that I I don't mind. And well, so. I think it gets a little too bitter with that. And and honestly, I was tasting it in a tank every day, and that didn't happen until I put I, I used citra in that. And my supplier was out of citra, so I bought cryo citra, and when I dry hopped with that, it it made it super bitter, and. I've never heard of that much isomerization happening with, I don't know, I'm getting too nerdy here, I'm sorry. <laughs> you but, always but, do. But that happened, <laughs> I've never heard of that happening with dry hopping, but it made it incredibly bitter. So, whatever happened, happened, people like it. Um, I appreciate that you gave it a new name and put it on as a different beer, even if it's even if people don't think that it is. <laughs> well, it, it, it's, it's it's a different beer. It, it's a completely different beer. I mean, the, the other one's a lot smoother, uh, but it's still, it has the same hop profile, and that's what I liked about it. And it was still solid. And, and you know, if it wasn't, I would have dumped it. We, we were like, at first, we were just like, this is going to be a waste. Brad and I talked about that for a while. And we, that's why I was so religious on sampling that I, I say uploaded sometimes twice a day just to make sure that, okay, is it keeping its flavor? Yeast took to it well, came out really clean. And then when we dry hopped it, I mean, we knew it was going to be in good shape or, or we wanted to dump the hops in there. So 
we were on the fence, but you know, turned out good. I think it turned out good. I I enjoy it. Again, I I think it's that bitter bite bugs me a little bit about it because that shouldn't happen in dry hopping and, and it, I'm my own worst critic when it comes to stuff like that so it is what it is I guess let's taste this last one before we take a commercial break okay. Brothers in Arms which barrel that's the Elmer Tilly we're out of the Knob mm. Creek it's okay Elmer's Elmer's my friend that is <laughs> one of my favorite bourbons um, one of because I agree, you can't I find it you. anymore. <laughs> I agree with you. Once, once people find these things out, then now you can't buy it ever again. I've actually got a bottle out of that barrel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's there's some nice little bite to that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So... Tell us about the beer. I think we've we've probably talked about it on the show before because I know that this is definitely one of those recipes that you knew from day one you were going to brew. Yeah. So, what I guess in I guess in 2011, the year I formed the company, um, a bunch of my army buddies and myself got together at my old condo and we brewed what became that recipe. Um, although. It, it was so dry. I, I pushed it up to 19.8% that day. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it was, it was definitely not the final product. But uh, we, um, that's, that's where it started. And, and it was like something of, you know, we all came together to just kind of talk about all the bullshit we went through. And it turned into a drunken fiasco. <laughs> Um, I remember one guy brought a pound of hops and just dumped, poured uh, a three Floyd dreadnought into a pitcher and dumped the pound of hops in there. So we were. <laughs> well, that sounds delicious. We were, we were dry hopping dreadnought even more. Dude, it was, it was crazy, but. <coughs> excuse me. Um, we wound up. Uh, I don't know. We wound up brewing this beer, and, and I was just like, okay, well, I want to keep this memory alive. So, I had another friend that that works for Depps in uh, in Fort Thomas, and and he said to me, he's like, "Well, what do you got? That's you know, I want to do something that's that's similar to um, KBS, and I've got these barrels. The, he's got these one little, little one liter barrels that he'd been working with, and he'd been taking rye whiskey, clear rye whiskey, and turning it dark in his barrels for years." And uh, he's just like, can you age some beer in there for me and see how it turns out? Do you think that'll taste like KBS? I'm like, well, I've got this recipe that I've been working on ever since then. It's going to give me an excuse to brew it, so let's go ahead and brew it. And I did I did that. He had one that he was doing bourbon in. I'm sorry, one that he was doing bourbon in. So he was taking bourbon and making it longer in barrels. Right. And then he was taking this rye and turning it dark. And so we did one in the rye and one in the in the bourbon barrels. And it just turned out fantastic. So I'm like... I'm on to something with this, and that's the result. So he got me a Knob Creek barrel, and we did a, the Knob Creek and the Armour T. Lee. Um, there's a ton of chocolate in it. It's, you know, we use a Belgian uh, baker's chocolate. There's a ton of coffee. I use uh, Kona Hawaii Fancy from uh, Seven Hills Coffee. And uh, I can Sumatran, Sumatran. You never remember the proper name, how you say it or anything like that, but it's, it's also from Seven Hills. Um, and I basically what I do instead of hanging a bag or anything like that, I actually cold brew the coffee and put it in. Um, well, the, the cementer goes in in the boil and the other one goes in. I, I put it in in fermentation 
Um, yeah. It's it's awesome. Yeah. It, it, in the, before it went in the barrels, it was at 11.8%. I don't know. You know, whiskey always bumps it up. So the Knob Creek barrel, which, you know, unfortunately you're not getting any of, but that was a, it was a really wet barrel. It was a, what we think about three gallons was probably still in it of, of bourbon. So, you know, we, we kind of guesstimated here that it's that, that finished somewhere between 13 and 15 percent that the elmer t lee was kind of a drier barrel i i'd sat on it i got i actually got a bottle out of it and then another guy who used to be at depths who's now the uh, alcohol manager for jungle gyms and eastgate tj askren he gave me the barrel that it was in and you know i i sat on it for a while just in fairfield for the record now he's back oh, he's back. He, he moved it well he lives in milford Damn. so he yeah he was he was out in Fairfield. Another one and bites the dust. Moved to moved to Eastgate. It's a much closer drive for him. Yeah, yeah. I grew up. We we grew up with him, um, and he. Uh, so he gave me that barrel like five years ago, and I just kept it in my basement. Tried to keep it as wet as I possibly could, but you know, all the bourbons definitely dried up out of it. Whatever, whatever you did to it, it's fantastic. <laughs> <clears throat> Maybe, uh, you know, to keep it wet, a bottle of Elmer T. Lee every six months or so would have nah, been. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a lot nicer. But, but you, give me about, you give me that bottle of Elmer T. Lee every six months. It's, um, it's, it's fantastic, man. It's, it's delicious. It's, um, and I, I hate, again, <laughs> using the, the smooth or drinkable, you know, term to describe things. But it doesn't have that, it doesn't have like that, that big, like, heavy bite to it. It it's still like nice and sweet kind of bourbony notes like it's yeah. it's man it's good it uh it's dangerous <laughs> now, now, Ty- tyler hill came in here and he blended the two together and then we got we got addicted brad and i got addicted to that and we started selling it blended for a right. while too and that actually drew out the knob creek i was hoping to save that it blew what yesterday yes yeah yep, we were yesterday. We were hoping to can save we, you some. Can we recommend a 50-50 mix of the beer with water? <laughs> just to <laughs> see the gnomes coming on Monday and we just, you know. <laughs> yeah, but it, it was that everybody liked the blend. I mean, the people that were coming back in just to get the Knob Creek version, eh, who wouldn't even try the Elmer T. Lee because Knob Creek's definitely the more recognizable name. Right. Um, and they didn't realize how special that Knob Creek was, too, because that was a Knob Creek 15-year uh, reserve that Depths went down and did a, a single barrel select from. Um, so they didn't, you know, they didn't realize that. It was just kind of more of, well, I know Knob Creek. That's the one I'm going to get. I, I've never heard of Elmer T. Lee, which, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, it's, you should know Elmer. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, there's, there's different tiers of everything. If you look at what Elmer's base is, you know, then people might recognize that a little bit more but right right um and there is some aging away on poblano peppers is that right too yeah so we're part of the um kentucky gilder brewers and we've got a craft bash just coming up in june so for the craft bash they made a deal with willet that you know if you wanted to sign up for this thing you went down for to willet for a day you got a empty barrel the wet empty barrel and as soon as we got it we were like okay well let's brew up another batch of brothers in arms and put it in there the only difference is is that we did not get the uh they they were out of the chocolate that we normally get so we put Ghirardelli in it instead um 
Somehow the ABV got boosted on that one. I don't know what I did different, <laughs> but it, it finished at it finished at like twelve one uh, before it went in the barrel. And uh, <coughs> excuse me. So and that was a pretty fresh barrel. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then um, we put uh, we yesterday or no Saturday um, our our. Food option up here, four mile pig. They uh, smoke the peppers for. They smoke seven pounds of peppers, and then we put another four or five pounds of fresh pepper in there. And you know, we're kind of hoping to get that that flavor and the heat from those right. fresh peppers, but the smoke oh, yeah. out of those other ones. And I, I kind of, I think it's gonna turn out. Just good. made my mouth water. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's gonna turn literally out good. my mouth just watered. Um, and then after that, we're not going to see Brothers in Arms again for another, another year-ish. Is yeah. that kind of the way it's going to work once a year? Yeah, we kind of want to do, you know, a release day and make it something special. Um, because with that, I mean, right now with these ones, and I, th- I think I might have talked about it last time, because some of it went to distribution, and I don't know. I, I can't remember our, re- our full reasoning behind it, but because it, it wasn't done in full batches, $3 of every one is going towards either Wounded Warrior or... Uh, or proj- or what is it? A deep, deep Sea Valkyries. Yeah. Thank you. Um, and they're just two veteran-based charities. Uh, that's basically almost all of our cost into it. But there is going to be a, a sixth of knob creep going to depths. It should be there ne- by next week. So if you're looking to get some of it, you can head down uh, there. I will make a note of that. <laughs> depths Fort Thomas. They're gonna, I, yeah, Fort Thomas depths. I, I think they're only going to do. Uh, maybe half growler fills. Um, and then that Willet's going to come out over the summer. We'll have it here in our tap room. Um, but I did hold back a half barrel of, of each of them, and they'll be ready for uh, when we do our release next year. We'll, we'll put those out so you That'll can kind of... That'll be fun. Because going forward, we're, we're, we're blending. Right. And how does... You know, I... It, so, Year anniversary, I assume, is when this is going to kind of play. You know, the anniversary parties is you know when when something like this is going to be. Uh, we're we're kind of debating about it. I mean, honestly, it, it's it's our anniversary is going to be in springtime. So, do you want that heavy of a beer in the spring, or do you want it in the winter? Oh, it doesn't matter what time of year. <laughs> <it is. laughs> I mean, well, that's you, but <laughs> I, I I like it any time of the year myself. But it, it's it's. When's it going to do best? And, and you're going to sell out of it no matter what. Yeah, I guess you're probably <laughs> right there. Too. I um, mean, I I enjoy Dark Charge Day a lot. Yeah. I enjoy hanging out and waiting in line and trying some really fantastic beers and then drinking some big heavy stouts. I don't enjoy <laughs> that because it's cold outside. Yeah, uh, that's that's the bad part about it. <laughs> like there are yeah, some. That's a good point. There have been some of those lines that have been just miserable. Spring. I mean, it's still a little chilly outside sometimes. If you need to drink it when it's chilly, just wait until the sun goes down. You know, build a fire <laughs> in your fire pit and sit outside and drink it. Then, like I, you don't have to do it when it's the sun. Yeah, out, but and and I guess that's true too. I I, I just wonder if no, the gnome has spoken. Quit wondering. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I just wonder if our every anniversary should celebrate our anniversary, not the release of that beer. You know what I mean? Uh, we could get into a whole thing there about yeah. how the beer is very very much tied into who you guys are though as a brewery and and, and uh, you know it's a very long conversation let's let's <laughs> take it let's take a quick break um i'm gonna drink some more beer during the break um we'll talk about what this place is what this place is going to be 
um, why the hell it took you guys so long to get these doors open. <laughs> we'll be back. Sensi Brewcast, the voice of Sensi Craft. <laughs> The dream, the dream is definitely the fact that we went from homebrewing in a garage to where we are today, right? That is, that is the dream. Where we go from here, we're gonna, we're gonna continue to figure out as we grow. Um, we, uh, and we don't know the answer. I don't know the answer. Can you have more fun with your clothes on? I don't think so. <laughs> we're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. This is Steve Shaw. This is Eric Bosler. Hi, my name is Gamal Nagy. Hey, y'all. This is Sean Willingham. This is Brett Coleman-Baker. Hi, I'm Scott LaFollette. Hi, this is Evan Rouse. Cellar Dweller Craft Beers. Darkness Brewing. Rivertown Brewing Company. Admissible Brew Works. Urban Artifact Brewing. Blank Slate Brewing. Braxton Brewing Company in Covington, Kentucky. In Cincinnati. In Northside. In Hamilton, Ohio. Bellevue, Kentucky. Morrow, Ohio. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast. Cincy Brewcast. And you're listening to Cincy Brewcast. The voice. The voice. The voice of Cincy Craft. <laughs> Hi, this is Mike Stokes from Cincy Brew Bus. Cincinnati's craft beer scene is growing, and we want to take you to those locations. Here at Cincy Brew Bus, we love to introduce people to craft beer here locally in Cincinnati. We have an amazing craft beer scene. We have lots of routes to choose from and a lot of different places we can visit. Cincy Brew Bus is Cincinnati's premier and original craft brewery tour. We're the number one rated tour for breweries on TripAdvisor. We're the number one rated food and drink experience on TripAdvisor. And we're also the number two total tour overall on TripAdvisor here for Cincinnati. At Cincy Brew Bus, we provide a VIP tour experience for the novice and for the expert craft beer drinker. We like to take you out, show you how the beer is made, tell you about Cincinnati's rich brewing history, and at the same time, have fun, do some trivia, and drink some locally made fresh craft beer. I look at I look at the Bud Light drinkers out there as a you know a forest of harvesters. They're all out there and, and they don't know any better yet, but they will. You don't you don't ever hear somebody say, Yeah, I used to drink that craft beer crap. But I, <laughs> I went back to my Bud Light. You don't hear that, do you? No, you don't. You're listening to Cincy Brinkhurst, the voice of Cincy Craft. <laughs> Listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. We're back, Cincy Brewcast, and by we're back, I mean I'm back because Brad and Andy are running around doing a couple things. Um, sorry, Periscope, uh, first and foremost as goes everything technology-wise with the Brewcast. Periscope hates me, so it cut out. But we're back. Um, I'm still drinking some Brothers in Arms and working through a couple other samples here. Um, I'm over here, in case you can't see me on the stream. Um, So, Brothers in Arms is probably... 
my, I don't know, one of top three maybe here so far? I don't know. I don't even know. Andy, welcome back. I'm talking to myself. I can't figure out these headphones. I keep putting them on the wrong sides. I don't think it matters. It's mono. Like it, yeah, but it's sound just, the same. <laughs> but it's it's a comfort thing. I don't know if our stream's even working anymore. I don't even uh, care. I hate technology. I mean, either you are invisible. <laughs> maybe I am. Maybe either, I'm a vampire. But I don't know what. It, I don't know if. I don't know if it's you being a vampire. I don't know if it is. It's got to. It shows people joining, but I don't. I can't. I don't know. <laughs> maybe they can hear me. Maybe they can't. If you're on Periscope and you can hear me. Uh, type something in and tell me that you can hear me because I don't know. I seriously hate live streaming stuff. I hate it yeah. so much. I need like we'll a see whole. If it pops up. I need a whole little team of people that just takes care of the streaming side. A whole group of like forty people just around that. So he doesn't remember if if he had the interview scheduled. With her or with Four Mile Pig. Oh, that's funny. And he's just like... <coughs> and I swear he told me that there was something going on when you were here. <laughs> so this is like all uncomfortable right now. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, we are... Dude, I swear I remember you telling me something was going on while Andy he was here. was wrong. Maybe, maybe you just told me Andy Michael was, was working by himself. <laughs> Are we live? We, yeah, we're definitely well, live. We're, we, we don't know. So Andy, we're not definitely live. Andy just told me he was positive that I told him I had an interview scheduled during this time. And uh, turns out it was Robert at Four Mile Pig, our restaurant, who scheduled it. I was wondering if I was losing my mind. <laughs> there was something you told me that you had going on when, when he was here, and I cannot remember. And I thought it was an interview. That might still happen, whatever it was. But um, <laughs> I'm going to go look at our live stream real quick. So All right. If the, if this takes too long, I'll edit it out. Okay. Or you won't. <laughs> we'll talk amongst ourselves. We'll talk amongst ourselves. So, hey, Brad, how you doing? I'm good. I'm good. All right. I all right. had a, a complete scare there that I had Alzheimer's, but. No, you might still. I'm, yeah, for sure. I, I think it's utter exhaustion that's doing it to you. That's more what I was so like. I was like, else. oh, my God, I'm, I'm at the point of, like, hallucinating things. <laughs> I literally had to be oh, like, how, how did you hear about the position? So it, it, I don't remember scheduling this interview. She's like, it was with Robert. I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> so See, I, it, think, I think we are live. I think we were live the whole time. So we, we have been live. It, it just froze up. On, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just raised that. Now we got some people Wave walking to in. to the cameras. Okay, so you brought me another sample. Okay, so what I just brought you is fresh out of the tank. It's not carbonated, so keep that in mind. That's the triple. Um. This smells very Belgian-y. Oh, it's called? extremely Belgian-y. It's called JWR in honor of his son. <laughs> <laughs> it might actually work better for me without carbonation. Really? Because it comes off more like a... Uh, <laughs> Like, like a wine or like a juice or <laughs> like... It's, it's, a new, it's a New England triple. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's good. It's fruity. Yeah. It's definitely got that Belgian thing going oh, on. It definitely that. does. There's a ton of honey in that, um, which is why it's a little sweeter. And, you know, there's also a ton of Belgian candy sugar, which is traditional for the style. So, um, and I use uh, golden raisins in it too. Right. To um, dry it out. Are you, so you, you're definitely a big Belgian fan, right? Yeah. 
Trappist styles. <laughs> not not. I, I mean, I like all the Belgian. I like all beer really, but all styles if they're done right. But I like uh, Saint Bernardus Stab Twelve was like the first like mind blowing beer I had. I, I, I'd say, and that's kind of what really drove me into craft in general. And that, I know that's not a craft beer by any means. Well, sure it but, is. Well, but it's it's it's. It's not. It's uh, depending on who, depending on yeah. what your definition is. If you, it's, if you're it's rolling by a, you know, a, a uh, what the, the 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 Brewers Association whatever definition. No, right. But it is. <laughs> well, I mean, the way it's the way it's made, it's definitely a craft beer. Um, I mean, it's monks making it. So, but Saint Bernardus was one that Saint Bernardus Ab Twelve, which is is a quad. That's what got me. Like just. Man, I, I love this type of beer, and you know, I, w- I was over in Germany, and what what got, I guess what kind of got me into beer in general was the German Dunkels, and then I had that, and I was like, holy crap, you know, because it went from, you know, I, I liked Hefeweizens and I liked the Dunkels, but you know, there's they're two different, completely different styles of beers, but you know, there there's not much, there's a lot to them, but it's not like the first time you have. A triple or a, a quad, it's like a smack in the face with right. something just, wow, this is beer, you know? Um, I wish I wish everybody was on the stream so they could see how pretty this is, too. It's gorgeous. <laughs> yeah, I just put a falling agent in it today, so it's not going to be that. <laughs> it's it's going to clean up a little bit. But color-wise, it, it's, it's, it's beautiful. It um, fits really well into your lineup of colors that you've got on the tab handles. <laughs> I don't know how much like thought goes into that, um, but there are some breweries that like you light, you get a flight and you light it up, and it's just it's beautiful. And there's some, and they're just kind of all the same color. That's kind of boring. (laughs) Yeah, we just it's good. Oh, good. I'm glad you like it, even though you're not a. It's. I mean, it's a little Belgian-y, but like I said, I think it actually works a little bit better for me right now that it's not carbonated because it does kind of come off juicy. Yeah, it's. And I, I can see that. I mean, and the the way that so I, I made when my daughter do- when I found out my wife was pregnant with my daughter, I made Cecilia's Grace, and that's my oldest is Cecilia, and that beer is is my quad, and I love that beer. I mean, it, it's it's probably my favorite beer that I do. But next in line is my triple. My triple. I've actually received the highest scores anytime I've entered in the home brewing competitions or anything like that. And, uh, I mean, what I did is I, I just kind of said, okay, my wife and I were, my wife's calling me right now. <laughs> my wife and I were eating, um, we eating. Can plug st- her in, put her on the air. <laughs> <laughs> hey, how you doing? You know, her face would just go right wherever Do she it. is. She'd just be driving. <laughs> but we were eating, um, we were out to eat and we were eating, uh, a steak dinner. I cannot remember specifically where it was, but it doesn't, doesn't really matter. And I, I was just, I was drinking a beer with my dinner because, you know, I, I kind of quit drinking wine. I only drink beer anymore. And um, and it was like, I guess in the smack of my middle, the middle of my craft beer revolution, like 2008, when I was just drinking every beer I could possibly drink. And uh, I was just like, you know, I have not had a beer that would really pair well with a, no, it was whenever my son was born. I can't even remember. But, you know, I, I was still pretty hardcore into drinking everything I could possibly drink. And I was just like, you know, I haven't had anything that pairs really well with, with red wine. And I, I remembered reading uh, 
Extreme Brewing with Sam Caligioni, and he said, we brew, we designed whatever beer to pair well with with red wine, or with, sorry, with red wine, with red meat. Red meat, yeah. Sorry. And, um, it, and it had gold raisins in it, and I was like, well, that beer doesn't pair well with red meat at all. It wasn't dry. It was kind of like this, like, really sweet, over-the-top beer. And um, so I was like, well, but I get why he's doing it with the raisins, because it gives it that, like... The golden raisins kind of have like that wine type quality when you brew with them. So I was like, well, what can I do to kind of change that up a little bit and dry it out? So I, I basically doubled the sugar that goes into it and I added honey, which dries up a beer too. Right. If you add it at the right time in the fermentation process. So I dry it out a little bit more than what your normal Belgian triple would be. Normally they're a little bit sweeter, but that in turn drives that ABV way up. Right. I mean, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Typically that's so was. <laughs> yeah. I mean so it, it's a big beer for what it is. Um, I, I'm getting a lot of like um like banana to it where I don't typically get that in a in a Belgian yeast. Yeah, well um, and again I I don't know how accurate any of this is because it's just it, it is the non non carbonated version, so I right. get lots of weird things that probably aren't really there, but well that banana clove does come out in a Belgian yeast though. It, it's just normally hidden by so much other right. stuff and you know, when you, that I guess that's kind of been a little bit more of what I've, I don't know, I guess what I've kind of figured out is that when you dry it out, that kind of comes out a little bit more, um, which isn't a bad thing, because feed it with filet mignon, it pairs perfect for some <laughs> reason. Um, you know, I, I started... Um, How does it go with uh, grilled hot dogs and a screaming one-and-a-half-year-old? <laughs> <laughs> Because there's no filet mignon in my house right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just goes down well, quick. Yeah, let me tell you, when you get that second one, there won't be any in your house, period. I can't remember the last time. That was probably the last time Ann and I had a steak dinner. <laughs> hey, but there is a sirloin, or I'm sorry, a ribeye sandwich up here. That I, have, I actually with. have heard good things about the ribeye sandwich. Oh, it's fantastic. Um, really good. That is, that really is good. one of the, the main things I've heard about on that menu. Um Let's talk about the food for a second. You guys have is it four mile pig? Yeah, four mile it? pig. Um, right in the tap room. Well, right in and right off of the tap room. You guys have kind of a cool little setup here for them. They can pull their truck right up alongside and still have access to um, inside and outside. And um, are they here long term? Yeah. Is this so um, again, this is we were down at a KGB meeting. Kentucky Gilda Brewers, not not the Russian spies. Thank God. Um, and uh, to start really talking about how you painted over all that red, white, and blue. Right, huh? right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we, uh, I was talking to Adam, who uh, is one of the owners of uh, Against the Grain, and he was telling me that one of the smartest things he ever did was sublet his kitchen out because you focus on what you do well. Hey, look, look around town. It, it's no. It's no mistake that that's kind of the the going way to do it is to yeah to build a nice space for somebody else yeah and and that's kind of you know we were looking for a food truck that was looking to move inside and he didn't want to put in put in the financial commitment of building this place up to have the right. huge hoods or any, everything like that so what he said was oh what if I just pull my food truck up and make it a permanent fixture we'll cook out of it. In the summertime, people can walk up and order out of it. But then also, 
we'll, we'll you build me a counter inside and we'll have a place like that. And, you know, if everything's working good, then we'll move some ovens and stuff inside and we'll build the place up. So they've got a two-year commitment with us right now of being our food here, whether they're doing well or not. Right. So, But, you know, so far so good. They're loving it here and people are raving about it. So we've, we've been very fortunate. Um they have them in here, right. and, and beer and barbecue pair it's very best, well together. Best, well, best French fries ever. Them and Nine Giant. So when when I was pulling Ohio. up, when I was pulling up, I could smell on one one side, probably not the best pizza in the world, but I could smell Little Caesars, and then on the other side, I could smell barbecue. My God, it was the greatest smells in the world. <laughs> You're walking in that door. You get here at one o'clock when they're all when that. So if you if you get here at one o'clock, the donuts are going. <laughs> then you if if you walk around the building, you'll get the donuts, you'll get Little Caesars, and you'll get the barbecue. So I mean, for anybody that does not understand the the range of food that you don't have to leave the parking lot to get to, like there's there's not only a caterer, there is a bakery, there is now a four mile pig, there is Little Caesars, there's. Hell, if you want to speed my hot dog, you can just walk right across and get one. Yeah, shout out and, to uh, and, Shirley's and, Bakery. We're going to yeah, do a yeah, beer with the, them. The bakery. Uh, I've heard good things again about them. I mean, oh, they're fantastic. And then, then we've also got Empress Chili, too, within walking distance. I mean, not even. It, you go across Speedway's parking lot, and they're right there. It, so. All things considered, this is a good spot you guys have landed in. Uh, you know. I know that this was not the first pick of your location. This we 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 don't have to dig in too much because we've talked. That's what's so fun about this show is that we've talked enough as you guys have kind of grown and become this. Um, well, that that was something. But, I'm sorry, but 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 you you did have another location that was more of a house on 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 a piece of property, and that was the idea. And then it kind of <laughs> morphed into this, and I. I I think it's for the better. <laughs> well, I I think that that was something, and and this is kind of, I don't know, something Mike and I talked about, is that he wanted to find a brewery that was in the very early planning stages and follow us all the way through completion and then keep having us on as regular guests. And I think you carried that on. And I think people with us, at least, you know, at least your listeners, kind of hear our struggles, you know, in every <laughs> every. Cart, what do you call it? Pile of garbage that we've gone through. I don't know. <laughs> that's, uh, that's he, I'd probably have some more choice words <laughs> to say if we weren't on the air. I don't know. It's it's been fun being <laughs> on. Just gotta stick with it. <laughs> just, just be stubborn and maybe dumb enough to just keep going. Like, oh, that that bill's coming. Well, just keep going, keep going. Well, and you guys are are a bit of an extreme example on a lot of a lot of fronts of that, but it does give you a really good picture of what goes into putting a brewery together. I mean, the first time we talked to you was 2016 maybe, 15 somewhere around there. You right. would, it was right before Mike died. Uh, you know, at that, was that point, at Paradise. Yeah, Paradise. Yeah. At at that point, you guys had already gone through a lot, you know, getting this going. You know, we, we you know, we missed a lot of that struggle talking to you. Yeah. Um, I mean, we, we talked about it, but um, it, it being on on this little side of it where we're kind of watching you guys even from that point on become this has been really fun for me. And I think for a lot of a lot of people who listen to the show or read the blog or 
you know, however people are hearing about you right now through what we're doing, I don't know. But, you know, periscopers, I'm sure there's periscopers that are just now learning about it. Um, yeah, it, it hasn't been that fun for us. But it's, it's, but it's <laughs> it gives, it, it gives, I hope it gives people that kind of come in here and just belly up to the bar and, and <laughs> grab a pint and, and laugh and get some barbecue and then go home a little bit of perspective of what goes into this. It's This is not like some person that just had a stack of cash and they're looking around and like, what business can I get into? Oh, I'll start a brewery. That's hot. I'm going to do that. Like, that's not what this is about. And I, I still firmly believe that for the most part, that's not what it's about in Cincinnati at all. I still think I saw the face and so did Periscope. For the most part, I do not think that that's what it's about with most of these people. Like I think I'd say with most of it, yeah, I, I'd give you that. Very, I think that there are some genuine people that are jumping into this. I, I think that there's some out there, and I'm not going to name any right. names or anything like that because you know you have to tune into the after show for that. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, but there, there's so many. There's there's a lot of people that think, okay, well. A brewer gives me the right to print money, and let me tell you something. I mean, even even right now, we've had a really good first week, but we're not printing money by any any means, you know. Um, and we have so many bills that we're that we still owe, you know. Um, that you know we're we're paying our employees and big shout out to every spouse that is married to any person that is in the craft beer industry <laughs> in Cincinnati or beyond because you know, I know that my wife would have killed me. Oh, I, I don't know how I would have been wife buried in the backyard and her and the baby would have been off gallivanting. My wife some gave birth muscles. to my son about a month after we got this space. Yeah, he, he's got a <laughs> newborn. He's in worse shape than I am. I love you, Jen Judge. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, my son Alex, like, uh, she's uh, damn near a single mother at this point. It's uh, it's a sacrifice. I mean, we know that in the long run, it's going to be better for him if we do this, but right. hadn't well, been easy. It's it, there are stories after stories after stories of people like that 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 do this, not not because it's you know. Granted, you have to make money doing this. It's a business. And yeah, we get that, but. You, you know, there are better businesses that you could go into if money is your end goal. <laughs> well, and, and that that's a true. I mean, if if money was he my end goal, you could open a Little Caesars, for instance. <laughs> well, not that Little Caesars. That one, I, I don't need to say anything about that either. But, but, I, I, I guess like, you know, if my end goal was money, I, I'd, I'd still be a financial advisor. I mean, that's where I'd be. Right. Um, I, it, the paycheck is definitely better. Um, what paycheck? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, I don't know. You know, there, there's a lot of heck. I mean, I, I'm, I'm I'm a disabled veteran, so I, I could collect that money the rest of my life and not get a job. I mean, right now, I, I'm going to have to go back to. I, I've got to claim this with the with the VA that I'm working now, and that that cuts my disability way down. And uh, you know, that's that's something I've got to do, and it's not. I don't know. I mean. I could sit on the I could sit on the couch the rest of my life though and be that guy, you know, or I could do this. And this is something I'm very passionate about, something I love doing. Um, you know, if it wasn't for people like Brad or my wife or Brad's wife or all of our investors or my parents or I don't know everybody else that's been involved with this. I mean, fuck Mike Keaton, 
Yeah. We gotta... Shout out to Mike Heaton. We love you, man. <laughs> That's who Gardner Heaton's named after, our Kentucky Common. I mean, that dude was here. From day one, he was like, anything anything I can do. Like, he was the first person to back us on Kickstarter, the first person to like us on Facebook. and every, Like, that dude has just always had our back. And turns out he was like a glycol specialist, so he helped us with our... <laughs> like, he's just like, oh, I know how to do that. We're like, really? Yeah. Like, he's... He's a godsend, seriously. But but you know, if it wasn't for those those people, you know, I don't I don't know where we'd be. I I'd just be trying to paint this place myself, or you know, I I don't know. But I have to do something, as as I guess what I'm getting at, because I I found that as a it's part of my process, if you will. I I don't know what the what to call it. Um, I I become a a goal setter, right? And and I go from one goal to the next, and. And as I'm moving from goal to goal, I, I streamline my processes or what have you. And this was my, you know, my first goal was brewing school. Okay, right. I got that done once. Next. Well, it was, let's get the brewery going. Well, write the business plan for the brewery. So I wrote the business plan for the brewery. Then what's next? Well, in the meantime, let's start looking for brewery jobs. But the main goal here is get the doors open. So, so that's a nice transition. What's the next goal? So our next goal... My next goal for this place is the bottling line, and I'm setting a, and I don't know if it's it's the right goal or not, but 18 months is what I'm shooting for. Um, now the baby steps to that. I mean, we we want a crowler filler here, uh, which we're not going to call crowlers because I hate that term. We're calling them BACs, big ass cans. Um, I I just I can get on a tangent about that, but I'm not going to. <laughs> Don't you legally have to call it a crowler through no, like Oscar if Blues? You, or only if you buy their. Only if you buy their seamer. Um, the new what is the uh, what is the one that Streetside has? Streetside and um, and Swan City. Um, I feel like it's something around like October or something or that. Gorgeous, gorgeous crowler machines. Look, look into whatever the, but, the Dixie seamer is, is considered the best one, and and it's cheaper than the. Oscar Blues right. one. I, I don't know about this other one, but that's we're probably going to wind up going with the Dixie Seamer. Um, Dixie Seamer sounds like a <laughs> you know some kind of move. <laughs> it really does. Doesn't it? It's, gave her the old it's, Dixie it's, Seamer. I gave her the Dixie sorry, Seamer. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Periscope. I'm sorry, Internet. Casey, please don't call me tomorrow. <laughs> There's another person I was just thinking of, or persons that uh, really helped us along all this was darkness brewing like oh yeah eric and ron thank you like if you're listening to this like you guys helped us create a buzz by partnering with us <laughs> to release beers under your name before we were open and like every time we called you every time we came to you for anything from grains to yeast like you guys were always there we love you guys i spent a lot of time hanging out on the soft opening night with eric and um He's the best. Nothing but excitement to see this happening here and to see um, a place that I think is the same kind of mindset that they are opening and kind of spreading that idea of what it means to be a brewery around. Because I love almost every brewery in Cincinnati very much. But there are very different mindsets between some of those breweries and... And I, I think we got to talk about Urban Artifact, too, because they right. really helped us, yep. too. I mean, they helped us with our business plan a ton. And they kind of just said, hey, this is what we did in our business plan. This is kind of where we made mistakes. Fix this, and it'll help you. And it, and it really did. So, sorry not to cut you off No, there. no, no, no. That's, I mean, I want people to understand that 
this community is about something bigger. And I think that that, I think people want to see some kind of collapsing of the craft beer community or something a lot. And I, I don't think we're there. You know, we talked last week to fretboard and spent a lot of time talking about their S23, which was a beer they brewed with Rheingeist as, you know, Bradley was, was, was a home brewer coming to Rheingeist and saying, Hey, I've got this session IPA recipe, something that Rheingeist can do a session IPA. Yeah. And they said, well, yeah, we'll, we'll help you with it. We'll brew it. The name's yours. All the rights to it are yours. We'll just help you do it to support the cause that you guys are like there. It's still alive in Cincinnati, like big time from literally the top from Rheingeist, which is a, you know, 33rd biggest craft brewery in Cincinnati down to the smallest guys, you know, it, it it's here and it's, it's, it's living and it's breathing and it's growing and it's changing, but it's still going on big time. <coughs> and, uh, I think, you know, watching a place like this open up and knowing that you guys got so much help from places like urban artifact or darkness or, uh, bad oh, Tom Braxton's or, helped us bad Tom. Yep. Um, I don't know. I mean, Randy at Wooden KS, I mean, he's, he's helped us a lot. Um, I mean, there's just so many, you know, and, and that's what's amazing about it is, is it is a, it's a great community. And, and, you know, even the guys that didn't help us, they came by this past week to check us out and were here talking to us and, and helping me. You know, I, I've had problems with my mill, and they've helped me understand how to fix those problems, you know, things. I brewed at other places, but it's it's all equipment that has been in place and it's been working for years. So right. I've never set up a brand new brewery before. And, you know, luckily a lot of guys before me have, and they're all willing to share that knowledge. And that's, you're right. It's, it's a great community. Now there are some that don't necessarily play that way, but almost everybody does. Right. And, and that's, what's awesome about it. And, and, and you know, I, I think that that's, what's great about, you know, I've got some friends in, in other areas, and that's from my class. And uh, they don't have that same kind of camaraderie in, in their cities, you know, especially the guys that are out in Denver. You know, Denver is a great place, and they say, you know, they'll they're talk nice to you. They all visit your breweries or what have you, but nobody's right. – it, it's cutthroat there. And do I get it. Do you think Cincinnati's going to get to that point? I don't think we'll ever reach that point. I don't think, I don't think that there's enough – Unless we have like, people, I could, just could uh, you see yourself as a owner of a craft brewery ever getting to that point where, say, somebody was opening up down the street, some guy that just wants to open a brewery? <coughs> how helpful would? I mean, and granted, right now it's probably a very different story than if it was in five years or ten years or whatever it may right. be. Well, I mean, like if he wanted to do it tomorrow. We might. We, I, I can't help you. I yeah. will fall asleep. We're, we're yeah. too busy. <laughs> That's a little different. But you know, if if it was, you know, if we had the free time or whatever, I'm I'm happy to help him because you know, a little bit of competition is a good thing. Number one, because it it makes me be better, and number two, it it drives people out here more. Right. There's another brewery out here. You know, well now we've got two reasons to head to Alexandria instead of just the one. Um. You know, we want to be a destination brewery for people who live up in, like, Mason or, or Westchester that don't necessarily come south of the border very What if border, he like calls that. it the Alexandria Beer Company? Well, that's <laughs> well, just that, shitty. That, that's, just, that's really shitty. That's but, really disrespectful, sir. How dare you? You know, but at the same time... It, I think it's one of those things, too. It's, it has to do with, like, his and or his or her intention, too. Like, are they serious about it? Like, 
right. if, if he comes and asks Andy or myself for help and he has or she has absolutely no idea like look at how good he is about the heat yeah, right. that, that's, I'm not that ridiculous <laughs> no I mean fantastic. but you know if, if Andy starts asking questions about the brewing process and they have no idea and it becomes very apparent that they're just in it for the money that becomes a different story but if it's a true passion I mean yeah we're we're here to help for sure yeah if it's if it's it's guys like Eric and Ron asking us these questions then absolutely we're going to help them out but if it if it's guys that are in here like well what's your gross income you know and and just asking the money side and not asking about like well how did you decide what what beer system to go with or, or brewing system to go with or you know what's your wallet or quality like things like that that's right those are the questions I want to hear people open up with, you know, and and it's not to, not to say that other side's not important, but you know, if you're asking about starting a brewery in Alexandria, and the first thing you start talking to me about is my numbers, you know, it, you're you're clearly in it just to come out here and be my competition. Yeah, where it'd, it'd be one thing if they're like the uh, thinking about being an investor for Alexandria beer company here <laughs> if they're like an investor and like hey what are your numbers like that that might be something we could talk about but if they're like planning on opening the business themselves and being the head brewer and they don't know i don't know that's just how i feel about it anyway yeah i I, I feel the same way though i mean it's a patient thing you know and and i don't i don't want to help out those people that are in it that aren't going to help the other people out down the road, right. you know, because if, if ultimately they put me out of business, I want to at least know that I brought this company up that is going to do what we would have done. Um, I'd like to think that, you know, it'd, it'd be that they don't put me out of business, that, that we become the destination and they're part of that destination. I'd like to think that if it's the case that, you know, they open up, let's say they open up in Cold Spring, which is for most people that's closer than Alexandria. Right. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm glad to help them out because again, that's that's still going to help drive people down right. here. Um, but if again, it, it's some guy that's just like, well, I'm done with my BW threes, you know, um, <laughs> franchise. You know, I, I'm sick of owning this. I, I want to move on to another another million dollar investment. What can I throw my money at? Why not a brewery? That's the hot thing. Go fuck yourself. Right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, I I don't know how to say that nicely i i, no, I mean it, it makes sense to me we're beating a dead horse here <laughs> so long term how big does alexandria get or do you know i honestly don't know i mean my uh, you know i i think one of our next purchases after that crowler machine is probably going to be either big ass can machine big ass can machine sorry um Okay, I'll let it slide. <laughs> no, I, you call it what it is until you have it. Yeah, I guess we should we should say we're a five barrel now. So yeah, so if I, a, a ten to fifteen barrel tank would probably be our next next bigger purchase. You know, especially because I'm doing a pilsner, and you've you've talked a lot about loggers and how having dedicated space for loggers is important for you. And I support that. I'm I'm a logger lover and. I'm not ashamed to say it, <laughs> and so I support that, but it does take tank space, and yeah. eating up a couple five-barrel tanks to make one beer that is going to go pretty quick. <laughs> it's just the yeah. time aspect, too. It takes so long for those to be ready. I mean, I, I, I'm predicting right now my Pilsner 30-day total fermentation, so if I, if I do that the way I want to do it, then that tank's 
obviously not usable for 30 days. So it's like, well, what, what do I do here? Do I, if it's selling good, if it's something that we're going to do regularly, then yeah, we're going to need a bigger tank for it. And that'll be, you know, a 10 to 15 barrel that I'm double or triple batching into for that particular beer. Let it work its way for 30 days and then we're good to go. Or even our Belgians. I mean, that, that triple that, that you just drank that, the 24 day fermentation. So Lord. Yeah, I mean, we think about that kind of stuff. You know, it's something, it'd be nice to have the bigger tanks for something like that because this way I can make more of it and it's ready and we don't have to make it as much. It is one of the advantages of being on <coughs> the five barrel system, though, is that you can triple batch into a 15 you know, barrel tank and still have lots of five barrel batches of different things coming out. So the taps are always changing. There's. Right. Well, that, that's the reason I bought six tanks in the first place. Is I, you know, we we'll have our core beers or what have you, but I, I like having a variety too. And I, I'm an experimenter. You know, I like I like the process. You know, and right. what did you say? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I would I would agree with that. So, what have you had, or have you had something lately that is not your beer from Cincinnati that you are into? Well, I just drank. Ryan was over here the other day from Mayo Tree, and he brought uh, he brought Heroes. That's what's in your glass right, right. there. That's that's damn Delicious. good. Delicious, <laughs> unbelievable. I was really sad that I didn't make it out to that release. <laughs> um, well, now you got some. Well, let alone the beer. Did you see the glasses that they were doing? No, I didn't see the glasses. Hand blown glasses with the Mad Tree logo on them. They teamed up with uh, some glass blower. They're beautiful. I guess those yeah. are around. I guess there's people that just blow glass. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but they were absolutely the coolest glasses ever. And, man, I was upset I didn't make it out to that release. Almost just for the glassware. <laughs> but the beer is fantastic. Yeah, it is a good beer. Yeah, yeah. This, so that that's, I don't know, what 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 have we had lately? <laughs> I'm trying to think. I don't we, even know. I um, cracked open my first bottle of the uh, <laughs> one of the farmhouse beers from 50 West, the... Um, the shorter name, not the everything and something there. I don't, I don't remember the name of it. The, the, but I'm the one with the, the Buddha's hand, the Buddha fingers fruit in it. And it was freaking delicious. So we were looking, at least I was looking forward to, we were supposed to have somebody in 50 Fest, or 50 Punch Out, sorry. Yeah. And um, it, it's one of our bartenders, and he hurt himself training for it. He started training early, uh, hurt his neck. And it was, apparently it was a reoccurring injury, so now he's out. And he's laid up right now with this neck injury. Um, and uh, we're not going to be in, in, in punch-out. And, like, I was looking forward to trying to get over to 50 West because I haven't been there since I moved to Alexandria. And I used to go there, I don't know, at least monthly. I, I lived within walking distance, right. and I still don't make it there as much as I'd like to. But, you know, that's what kids well, do to you. But keep going with what you're saying. I'm now, sorry. now we're talking about punch out, and I have to say that I don't think that I am fighting at punch out either, since I never got a text message back about it, and I'm pretty sure that Jesse fell off the face of the earth oh. playing board games or something. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Jesse. 
It's what I do. It's what <laughs> I do. He doesn't, he doesn't do even that? T- he doesn't even talk about beer anymore. He just talks about board. I don't. I don't know. You make I don't, me laugh. I don't, I don't, I don't want know. to laugh at Jesse's I expense. I like Jesse. I, Jesse's laughing, a good dude. I'm not laughing at Jesse's expense. I like board games. They're fun. I'm sure you'd like board games too. I got. I got some. Wall I got Heroes Quest from when I was a kid. Do you remember um, Heroes Quest? No. It's kind of like Dungeons and Dragons, but yeah, it was well, Milton I, Bradley's version. Yeah. It's a little bit tamer. I had a big sister. That was. I played games that involved. Candyland, yeah, and, yeah, like shit like and, that, and the phone call game. The I, I'm who's, not, who's your teenage? We boyfriend? need to make this clear. I'm not shitting on Jesse completely. Like I, <laughs> more I, like a pee. Yeah, no, or? like a like a, like a turtle <laughs> hit him every once in a while. But like, I, I I really wanted to kind of squash whatever is going on between us at the punch out. I he doesn't like me for some reason, maybe because I shit on him every once in a while, but. I wanted to finish this thing and just be friends again so we could hug and, and make up and hold hands and run off into the sunset and drink beer together. You know you can do that without punching each other in the face first, right? I don't know if we can because he <laughs> won't. I tried to hold his hand and he got weirded out and then he un- he unfriended me and blocked me. I don't know. I miss you, Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> and we went there again. <laughs> Has he been down here yet? <coughs> no, I, yeah. I was actually looking for. Yeah. He he contacted That's me a while crazy. ago and asked me. Um, that was before. Uh, I figured he would be. What was one before? Of the first in line. He's a big craft beer fan, you guys know. It was before. Um, what's his name? Tom had his uh, health issues, though. They contacted us about doing something down here, and and I said, yeah, absolutely, come on down, and then. I never heard anything back, and then that's right around the same time Tom said he was done with beer, and. And, and I never knew what happened. I, celiac disease is that is that yeah, right? Yeah. Um, well, I'll put it out on the air right now. If Jesse wants to come down and do a live stream, I'll I'll set up the equipment and we can live stream. I'll I will do a show with Jesse. Is this 100%. like a fight or a talk? No, I mean we'll t- I will sit on like different sides of the <laughs> okay, table okay. Right, just in case somebody swings. <laughs> but no, I would I would hey, totally do live. This is a family friendly establishment. I have done I have done several live streams with Jesse, and they were always very cordial until after the show, and he went crazy. We'll talk about that after the show. Okay. Um, <laughs> we, we are definitely over our... I can't say we're over our time. It's the internet. We can do what we want. But yeah, let's keep going. I know you guys are um, you guys are very busy people right now, and you both have empty glasses. So We do. That's usually a big red flag to me. <laughs> um, what, what do you want people to know? What will get people here that have not been here yet? Because... Can I say one more thing, like as far as like a shout-out? Like Brandon at uh, Nine Giant helped us out a lot this weekend too so i just wanted to say go up to nine giant those guys are awesome their beers are on point like their food is their beers and their ketchup are incredible (laughs) you and their ketchup i'm in love with it's always changing based on the season i love it get there before the low ferris blows because that is that is delicious um yeah i forgot about them too (laughs) there's so many people that have helped us though and that's okay so about Alexandria Brewing Company, I, I don't know what to even say about us. I mean, if you want to come down to visit us, you know, first of all, we're family friendly. So if kids, pet friendly on the patio, pet pet friendly on the patio. If kids bother you, I'm sorry, but it was a decision we made. My wife and I got. If kids bother you, you're really probably not a great person. Yeah, well, if kids know, bother you, you're a bad person. That's and, that's uh, that fuck is off. the word of the gnome. Well. We do need to get some high chairs in here, though. Is one thing that we kind of realized. Um, that would be awesome. We do have uh, diaper changing stations in both restrooms, though. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then um, one uh, one thing that that we pet friendly on the patios. We've got food, good food. Projectors um, working. Come down for the uh, Kentucky oh. Derby. Tear we have guy, a I, giant I, movie screen to I watch it on. Set up the camera so people could see this massive it's screen huge. behind me. Yeah, <laughs> huge. That's what I keep looking at. If you're going, why is Andy looking up? <laughs> I keep time. looking up. I'm just ceiling. distracted. Um, this is going to be the place to watch all of your favorite sports ball games. Sports ball. Sports yeah. ball. Yeah, that, that's my favorite sport. I, sports ball. I, I don't discriminate. <laughs> I like sports ball. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I really don't know what to say about us. I mean, you know, I, 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 I kind of sounded like a jackass earlier, but I, I, well, no, I'm I, too humble to talk. We, about we talk too much about ourselves. Just thank you, Alexandria. Yeah. Like, thank you, everybody who came from Cincinnati. I had a friend come from California, like came well, and checked out the drive. place. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she showed up like on her grand opening. I got to see her for five minutes, but still like she he, made the he trip. He means California, Kentucky. It's right. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no, but just thank you to the people who have supported us and followed us and liked us or shared a status anything like you guys are the reason we're here thank you well yeah. and I, I really hope that people have listened to you guys enough on this show to understand who you are and what this place is about and have this i hope that people have this this idea at this point of of why this is such a great place and you guys did a, a great job with the space i think that is important to point out it's divided almost into three different kinds of spaces you know i actually think you said it the best was it him yeah i think it was you that said we've got like this front restaurant area that we kind of got like a dive bar in in the middle i call it a barn (laughs) whatever you want to call it but it's kind of what it is it was the indoor patio in the back which was (laughs) right right. it's perfect we might even name it that like the indoor patio come on back it really is a great division of spaces and and drinking atmospheres because they are very distinctly different atmospheres depending on what you want to experience when you're here so we got free pinball free arcade back there free roller coaster tycoon pinball my favorite game of the 90s really oh yeah oh the roller coaster tycoon not the not the pinball no yeah the actual (laughs) game (laughs) on the computer where you build roller coasters i i never played that nerd um (laughs) <laughs> we got free foosball, yeah. Um, board games, we already talked about that. I don't know. Just come down here, drink yeah, the beer. Come, yeah, the I beer. mean, yeah, I'd appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> it. You guys will do fine. I know that the exhaustion is full force. It is. Um, things are going to be great here. This is a fantastic addition <laughs> to the city of Alexandria and to Cincinnati because we are in Cincinnati despite what anybody says. I don't care if you are five miles or, what, 19 miles, whatever we're at. <laughs> hey, we're only 14 miles from Fountain Square. so Perfect. This is Cincinnati. So, <laughs> If you're driving from Cincinnati, though, depending on how you hit the lights on 27, which is your slowest part. 15 minutes from the river. We're, yeah. fi- we're, we're 15 minutes from I the river. Will, it's not a bad drive. I will recommend, if you are trying to come here at, like, 5 o'clock, stop on your way here at darkness and yeah. have a beer <laughs> or two, and then come the rest of the way. Like, you need to break that trip up a little bit because... Coming through downtown and then 27 is a little bit rough. <laughs> can, yeah, can we embarrass you a little bit too, Noam? Like, and just say thank you. Like, you have yeah. been. Oh no, you can thank me all you want. Like, I'm not <laughs> like, on camera. You can <laughs> we'll praise you a little bit, man. I'm thank you. Amazing. Like, you have uh, you've had our <laughs> no back shit. since day one too. Like, as soon as you heard Andy's story, as soon as you met him, ever since then, like you and Mike, um, you just you've always had our back, and we we love you for it. Andy yeah. is one of my 
definitely one of my top 50 brewery owners here in Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> Why, thank you. How dare you? Um, I, I love what you guys are doing here, and I love you guys as people, and I mean that from the bottom of my, my heart. I 100%. This is, this is the place that I wish was closer to my house. <laughs> Dude, I wish you were. I wish we were closer to your house because then you and I'd hang out more too. Because you don't get to hang out anymore. Now you have to run a brewery. <laughs> no, I, I, we'll still find time. I don't know, man. Well, thank you guys, and thank everybody for listening to the show. Thank you guys on Periscope. Um, if you don't already follow the show on some kind of social media, follow the show on social media. More importantly, if you want to give us feedback. You can always email us at cincybrewcast at gmail.com or the fun way to do it, you can call us. You can send a voicemail, and if it's fun and not completely horribly obnoxious, we might even play it on the air, you can call 567-70-DRINK. I hope that's easy enough to remember. 567-70-DRINK. That's all you have to do, and say whatever you want, and... I've already gotten a couple drunken messages that will probably not make it to the air. <laughs> You're gonna hear call. Brad calling so, you every day. Hey, five no. six seven it's seven Brad zero again. three seven four six podcast. five. If you need it that way, but um, that's the uh, that's the number. So do that. Email. Listen to the show. I think that's the important thing to know. And Alexandra, thank you guys. Thank you. We we love you very much. Um, share it with your friends. This show, if you're on Periscope, will not be live until next Monday. So listen to it again next Monday in its podcast form, because that's when it sounds the best. With that, I missed my post by like 17 seconds. Mike would have killed me. Since he broadcast the voice of Sensei Craft.